0: Hello English learners. Today you'll learn about the second half of Nelson Mandela's life. This episode continues from part one, which is the last episode on this channel. You'll learn lots of new vocabulary today, including armed, vote, assassinated, reconcile, foundation, resentment, an outlaw. Please subscribe if you like this style of your necessary listening practice. Welcome to Simple English Listening. I'm Tristan and I've been an English teacher for nearly 10 years. On this channel we speak about different topics in simple English. So you can pick up new language in a way that's natural and enjoyable. How did Nelson Mandela get out of prison? I'll quickly summarise part one for you. Nelson Mandela was the first black president of South Africa. He became president in 1992 after spending 27 years in prison. Before going to prison, Mandela was part of different political groups, including, most famously, the ANC, the African National Congress. Mandela spent his whole life trying to end the racist apartheid laws of South Africa. The apartheid laws were a collection of laws which greatly benefited white citizens and made it so white and non-white south africans lived separately at the start of his career mandela only believed in peaceful and non-violent protests however these did not work And his beliefs changed after 69 peaceful black protesters were shot and killed. After this, he believed that armed struggle, uh, that military action, was the only way to end the apartheid laws. Armed means using weapons. Mandela co-founded a military organization called Spear of the nation. They wanted to use armed struggle and guerrilla war tactics to try to finally end apartheid laws. In 1961, he led a three-day national workers strike. For this, he was arrested, taken by the police. They also accused him and his group of treason of planning to use violence and sabotage against the government, and they were put in prison for 27 years. Okay, part two. For 18 of his 27 years in prison, he was on Robin Island, which is now a very famous tourist attraction. He lived in a small room with no bed and no plumbing. He had to work very hard cutting limestone all day, which is a kind of rock. He was only allowed to see his wife one time every six months and not his children at all. While in prison, he got the disease tuberculosis and they say he got the worst kind of treatment and medication, being a black prisoner. While he was in prison, he did the first draft of his famous book, A Long Walk to Freedom. Mandela became a powerful symbol around the world of a black resistance and of refusing to surrender. In prison, he actually continued his political work, sending and receiving letters to and from the outside world. During This time, there was a worldwide movement to have him released, to have him made free. People would shout in the streets across the world, free Nelson Mandela, including in my own country, in England. There were demonstrations and protests in many different countries, and the international community became more aware of the South African government's apartheid laws. In 1981, 19 years after he was put in prison, the government started discussions with Mandela to release him, release is to free, to free him. They offered to release him if he stopped armed struggle. But, Mandela refused the offer, still seeing armed struggle as necessary at that time to end apartheid. Nine years after that, thanks to local and international pressure, in 1990, Mandela was finally released from prison. He was a free man as Nelson Mandela stepped into the African afternoon a free man for the first time in more than 27 years. The man who more than any other symbolizes the repression of apartheid in South Africa was welcomed by throngs of tens of thousands, perhaps as many as a half million supporters in Cape Town. The new South African president, Frederick de Klerk, called for a new non-racist South Africa, and ordered Mandela's release. Next, I'll tell you what happened after he left prison. He said his armed struggle would continue until black South Africans could have the right to vote. To vote means to be able to to choose your favourite political party, in a democratic election by writing it on a card and putting it in a box to vote. When Mandela was finally released, the government also lifted the ban, lifted the prohibition of Mandela's political party, the ANC. So now Mandela was free to continue doing his political work with his party. In 1993, Mandela and the president of South Africa at the time, Frederick de Klerk, together they won the Nobel Peace Prize for their work towards helping end the apartheid laws in South Africa. Around this time, there were many challenges and South Africa was not stable. The relationships between Mandela's party, the ANC, and other groups in South Africa were difficult. Sometimes there were, was violence, and a leader of Mandela's party, Chris Hanney of the ANC, was even shot and killed. If somebody is killed for political reasons, we say he was assassinated. And to be assassinated is when someone is hired when you pay somebody else to kill somebody, assassinated, like JFK. Eventually, greatly helped by Mandela and Frederick de Klerk, South Africa held its first fully democratic elections in 1994, the first time where people of all races could vote. Mandela became the country's first black president on May the 10th, 1994, at the age of 77. And who was the vice president? Well, the former president, Frederick de Klerk. The election in 1994 was actually the first time Mandela had ever voted in his whole life. Mandela was the president from 1994 to 1999. And in that time, tried to reconcile, meaning to normalize and to improve the relationships between white and black citizens. He wanted a united South Africa. One example is that he encouraged black South Africans to support the once hated mostly white rugby team at the 1995 Rugby World Cup. There is a famous movie about this effort called Evictus, starring Morgan Freeman as Mandela and Matt Damon as the captain of the rugby team. It's it's pretty good. Mandela loved sports and used them as part of his activism. About sports, he said in open quotes, sport has the power to change the world. It has the power to inspire. It has the power to unite people in a way that little else does. It speaks to youth in a language they understand. Sport can create hope where once there was only despair. It is more powerful than the government in breaking down racial barriers. Closed quote. In 1996, he signed a law which guaranteed and protected the civil rights and protected freedom and speech for all minority ethnic groups and all races. He helped South Africa become more democratic, helping to give all citizens a voice. Next, I'll tell you about his accomplishments After his presidency, by the 1999 general election, Mandela had retired, meaning he had stopped his work career in politics. But he continued to have a busy schedule, raising money to build schools and hospitals throughout South Africa's rural countryside. He raised money through his foundation So a quick note, a foundation is a non-profit organization which supports and raises money for charity projects. The Nelson Mandela Foundation also tried to fight poverty and HIV. In 2001, Mandela had prostate cancer. In June 2004, he announced his retirement from public life and he returned to his small, native village. Mandela founded an organisation called The Elders, who were a group of world leaders who worked publicly and privately trying to find solutions to some of the world's most difficult problems. The group included other world leaders, such as Desmond Tutu, uh, Kofi Annan, Jimmy Carter, Lee Sao-Sing and Mary Robinson, the elders were active in Asia, the Middle East and Africa. Some of their actions included promoting peace and women's equality, and supporting initiatives to promote democracy and address humanitarian crises. Mandela died December 5th, 2013, At the age of 95, in Johannesburg, he died of a lung infection and was in and out of the hospital many times between December 2012 and his death a year later. In South Africa, some people today describe him as the father of the nation. On every July 18th, since 2009, the world have celebrated Mandela Day. A day to promote global peace and celebrate the life and legacy of Nelson Mandela. So now for some interesting facts. One, from California to Cape Town, many streets are named after him. There are also many other surprising things named after him. There is a bird named after him, which is a kind of woodpecker. This bird has been extinct for many thousands of years. Also, in 1973, the University of Leeds in the UK named a nuclear particle the Mandela particle. Fact two. One of his wives was previously married to the president of Mozambique. This means she has been the only first lady of two different countries. Three, he was a master of disguise. When avoiding police, he would pretend to have different jobs, including being a chauffeur, driving people around, he would stay in his hideout during the day and only work at night. To leave South Africa, he used the fake name David Motsamayi to leave and return in secret. Four, his favourite dish was tripe. Tripe is the stomach lining, the skin of the stomach of animals. 5. He was on the US terror watch list, labeled a terrorist in the USA for his acts against the apartheid South African government. He was only removed from the terror watch list in 2008. Now I'll share with you some famous quotes by Nelson Mandela. Don't worry if you can't understand them, understand what you can. And well done for trying. Quote one, resentment is like drinking poison and then hoping it will kill your enemies. So resentment means hatred. To hate something is to resent something. Next, quote two, when a man is denied the right to live the life he believes in, he has no choice but to become an outlaw. An outlaw means someone who has broken the law and is running away from the law. A criminal or a thief, an outlaw. Quote three, do not judge me by my successes. Judge me by how many times I fell down and got back up again. Quote four, about leadership. Lead from the back, and let others believe they are in front. Okay, the vocabulary review. We'll review the vocab reconcile, assassinated, resentment, foundation, and outlaw. Okay, which noun means when you hate someone, you hate them because you were treated unfairly, or you hate them for a reason? Resentment. Resentment. R-E-S-E-N-T-M-E-N-T. Examples. She had feelings of resentment towards her ex-husband. Or you could use the verb resent. She resented her ex-husband. After apartheid some people resented the white population and Nelson Mandela tried to reconcile these people which is our next word. The verb reconcile is to normalize relations and make friendship between two or more groups of people that hated each other. One way Mandela did this is he got people to cheer on and to support the mostly white south african rugby team to reconcile these peoples another example in rwanda there was a civil war between the hutu and tutsi people to help reconcile these people they have reconciliation programs where the two groups have to work together Every Saturday in the community, digging drains, planting gardens, and making parks, and etc. Reconcile, reconcile. R E C O N C I L E. The noun is reconciliation. Next, which noun means a non-profit organization that raises money for charity and for research? A foundation. Foundation. F-O-U-N-D-A-T-I-O-N. Next, a noun which means a criminal or a thief who the police cannot catch. They are hiding or running from the police. An outlaw, outlaw, O-U-T-L-A-W. Famous examples, uh, Robin Hood, Osama Bin Laden, uh, Billy the Kid were all outlaws. And finally, the verb for when you pay a professional to kill somebody, usually for political reasons. Assassinate assassinate. A-S-S-A-S-S-I-N-A-T-E. The noun is assassination. And the noun for the person who does it is an assassin. Examples? Abraham Lincoln was assassinated in a theatre. The assassin was an actor who used a gun. Gandhi was assassinated in New Delhi. Okay, I hope this two-part episode has helped you learn something new. There was lots of more challenging, difficult language here. You would benefit from listening to this episode multiple times to acquire to learn more English. Remember, the best way to learn is to listen to as much English as possible, which is just one level above your level you should always understand at least, minimum, 80% of the language or more. This way you pick up maximum amounts of new language naturally. So please like and subscribe to this channel to help it grow and share it with anybody you think might benefit. And remember, you can listen to this episode and all of the others on the Simple English Listening Podcast, available on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and all other major podcast apps.